0: Today's episode of the Two-Man Power Trip of Wrestling is brought to you by Jupiter CBD. Jupiter CBD was specifically created to help people naturally relieve stress and get a better night's sleep. It works better than the rest. What makes Jupiter so special is that it's the only CBD brand handmade from organic hemp flowers. That's what makes Jupiter so effective and tastes so great. Because flowers are the rarest and most valuable part of the plant. Jupiter also triple lab tests for quality, and they all come from a single origin family in Vermont. For more on that, you can go to getjupiter.com slash quality. For a special promo, please go to getjupiter.com to get 10% off your offer today. Just use the promo code 2MAN at checkout. That is getjupiter.com. Use the promo code 2MAN, T-W-O-M-A-N, at checkout, and you'll receive a beautiful 10% off. Say goodbye to stress. Jupiter Organic CBD relaxes your mind and your body. Guaranteed results for your money back. GetJupiter.com CBD. Use that promo code 2
1: the so things now
2: Presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production.
3: What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the Two-Man
4: Power Trip.
3: Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's
2: going
5: on? We're ready to go or what? Okay.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Your boy Ric Flair will be in the cage. No disqualification and no time limit.
1: You know, Tony Schiavone, you and I have been friends for, what, five, six years? You've come to master this sport from your end. I am the master of this sport from my end. And you know what really irks a lot of people out there? If you know any history about Ric Flair, you know that the difference between me and just about everybody else is, I was born with a golden spoon in my mouth. Nobody likes that. They might say Ric Flair's a good guy. It's the old adage that you like to hear somebody's doing pretty good, but you don't want to hear they're doing better than you. You see, and the bottom line is, my whole career, I've always done better than anybody else. Only because of one reason. I was born with a golden spoon. I inherited the ability, I inherited the money, I inherited the God-given best looks in the world today, and with this, I dress myself in ultra-sweigh, I dress myself in cashmere, yeah. I dress myself in $100 pleated flags, I dress myself in alligator shoes, I wear a, a $15,000 Rolex, I got Mercedes-Benz, Rolls-Royce, the biggest house on the biggest hill, on the biggest side of town. You know why I got all that? Because I was born with a golden spoon. And that took me to the World Heavyweight Wrestling Championship. Starrcade 87. Let me make something else very clear to you. Dusty Rhodes, Barry Windham, the Road Warriors, Ric Flair. And this time of free agency, don't think that we're not marketable people. Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, they go to the highest bidder. Now you figure that out, smarty. That means if I think I'm the best, then I must be working for the best and making the most. The same applies to Rhodes, the Warriors, Blanchard, Anderson, JJ, Luger. We work for the number one operation. Jim Crockett, The Wrestling Network, Thanksgiving night, Starcade '87. There's nothing else going on. The bottom line is, even these idiots over here, no. Ah. They know that Jim Crockett, the Wrestling Network, is the best thing going. That's why they're here. Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. Chicago, Starcade night. Garvin, you, my friend, have got to wrestle the man Ah, with the golden spoon. All the ability, all the looks, four times the world champion. Four times. Limousines, bright lights, big cities, pretty ladies. Five times the world champion.
6: Don't you dare go away. Woo!
0: Hello and welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I'm your host, JP John Paz. With me today is a very, very, very special guest. Some consider him to be the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I know I do. He is a 16-time former World Heavyweight Champion, two-time WWE Hall of Famer. He is the nature boy, Ric Flair. Mr. Flair, how you doing? What's going on today, sir? How
4: are you? I'm sorry. I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having us on the show.
0: Yes, and of course, Kelly and James also from the Ric Flair comic. How you guys doing?
7: Great, great. Thanks for having us, John.
4: Yes, thank you.
0: So, Nate, what's going on in your world? I know you're keeping very, very busy, obviously, with the comic and with your last match.
4: Yeah, at the last match, actually, James and Kelly have been doing a lot more of the comic than I have because I've I've had to travel a little bit um, and uh, have some family stuff, a wedding, and then my granddaughter's graduation. So they've been holding the fort down, but we're all back together now, and then uh I'm training for that match I have in uh in uh, Nashville the 31st of July so um and that's basically what we're hoping to really kick this thing to a whole new level but we're you know put putting the components together now
0: any idea who the opponent or opponents will be
4: no we're sold out without without opponents yet
0: Wow anybody in mind you'd like to wrestle
4: yeah but I can't tell you Oh, okay. Remember, watch, read the comic. I'm a secret agent man. <laughs> yes, yes. That's Hopefully pretty cool, I, though. Only I know. Even these two don't know.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool, though, in the comic. Like the the plane crash. What if it something else happened? Right. I mean, what if you passed away and they turned you into a secret agent? But tell us a little bit about the comics. That's so cool.
4: Well, it, it started. It, it, we started putting together two years ago, uh, James. And then a gentleman we decided to not be involved anymore. And then uh, I asked Kelly because she liked it and took interest in it. She wanted to um, put the money into it and she jumped right in. So now we're partners. And there's, um, you know, which is always better to have an equity position and something, that especially if you bet. And then Kelly has a lot of sweat equity in the loan. So probably more than I do because she's. Can do all this stuff electronically that i can't so um um and then of course james is the guy that put it last as actually kelly and i have sat down with him to learn more about it I was, i've been to a thousand comic cons over the years and i w- happen to be a couple that stan lee was at before he passed away and i just i couldn't get over it i mean you know all those comic cons are it's like when that what's the quinn girl Harley Quinn? Yeah, when that, that movie came out. Yeah. Go to a Comic Con there'd be a thousand girls dressed up like Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yep. I mean it'd be a hundred thousand people over a three day period and there'd be ten thousand Harley Quinn. I'm not kidding you. I mean, it's unreal. So like Stan Lee had these incredible lines. Adam West and Batman. I mean it's and I didn't understand the comic book world of them, but I have friends that now that I'm now that I'm part of it, I you know, I kind of when you're part of something you pick up on conversations that normally you wouldn't and then it's fun to hear but they, there's a huge faction in the united states of people all over the world that like comic books so we we think that james i mean i think that james has put together something real special it's
1: easy yeah. to tell
7: stories about me my <laughs> life is a little different <laughs> and i always thought there was a huge um like running parallel, the comic book world and the wrestling world. Cause really the wrestling world is the comic book world, you know, come alive and obviously growing up, loving wrestling and Rick. And he was, he's one of the most interesting uh, wrestlers ever, you know, traveling the world back in the seventies and eighties, you know, going from territory to territory, defending and all the stories that I read to hear on podcasts like yours or shows like yours. And now getting to talk to Rick and finding out some of those stories. And it's just like, It'd be so cool to do. We compare it to like Big Fish. Have you ever seen that movie, John? Big Fish? Yes. yes yep, yep. Like what's fact? What's fiction? Um, a lot of it is fact. And uh, just, I mean, he very well could be a secret agent. I'm not fully convinced. I, I that. could <laughs> be. Yeah. Like Kelly and I, yeah, we pretty. It we may
4: not resolve be. until the day I die and they open up the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I mean, there's so, and I I have to give props to the artist, Rafael Orario. He's a Brazilian and he's just so talented. And if you have seen the comic, you can just, I mean, his likeness of Rick and the events and his action sequences are just absolutely incredible. I think this is one of the best, as far as art goes, comics that I've seen, whether it's wrestling or not wrestling. And it's just really fun. And the whole thing kind of, uh, you know, it's an honor to have met Rick and now to be in business with him and to do this comic is just uh, like he said earlier, it's like two years and two years and finally it's, it's, it's finally happening. So it's very exciting. And Kelly, her and I are gonna be pounding the pavement, um, selling the comic, uh, reaching out to retailers, to consumers. And we have a lot of cool collectibles and, and stuff planned in the future too. A lot of stuff planned. Yes.
0: It's funny, Rick. It's crazy to think like, okay, I grew up in the 80s and the 90s as I'm growing up, and you're one of the most popular wrestlers ever. Somehow, you might be more popular now than ever before. Are you sensing that too, which is crazy to even yeah. think?
4: Yeah. I, I do feel that. This last match thing, when I when they first brought it to me, I thought, eh, I don't know. But when we sold out the uh, fairgrounds in, in uh, what, 21 hours to 5,000 people, I said, Okay, this might be pretty cool.
7: About it,
4: <laughs> yeah, we're selling merchandise like crazy. It's, it, you know, I was skeptical, not skeptical, try it, and and it gave me a goal to, to get back in really good shape. But you know, when you're out, when you throw your name out there, <laughs> you're either, either going to make it or you're not. So, the only thing that can mess this up right now is if I didn't perform at a high level. So, that's what I'm focused on. That's why James and. uh Kelly, Kelly has a lot of stuff with me over. She travels through all the ins I have and counts and makes sure that everything is running the right way. Um, but she and James are basically running the comic book stuff while I get ready for the match. And then we're all going to hopefully have a great
0: weekend. Mm-hmm. How is the training going? I see some stuff with Jay Lethal popping up here and there, which yeah. is great.
4: Oh, uh, it's better than that. We- I just had, you know, had to get over the anxiety of taking my first bumps, you know, with the pacemaker, and then I've got blood thinners, and that, it, but I, I, you know, I, I, I embellished when I said four doctors. I have talked to four, so I just took the opinion I liked the best.
0: <laughs> it was I, funny when you when you said that I'm buddies with like Kevin Sullivan. You're your a good friend, yeah. and he's like forty doctors. What do you go to thirty nine that that didn't want to deal with him? <laughs> no, no it, You
4: never realized this. It, it, this is medicine. I, I In 2018, I had four heart operations in seven weeks, right? Wow. Four different doctors. So, who do you believe? Everybody's got a different theory of what I can do, what I can't do. So the first guy says, I can't go skiing. I can't go. Told me never to go above 10,000 feet. So I went to Vail, went to 20,000 feet, I went skiing. I fell down, skiing. I fell down on the ice ice skating. So, if I can do that, I can wrestle. And I'm breaking again, so which I'm never supposed to do. <laughs> so, you know, just, I just it, it it's it's easy to blame any aspect of what I've been through, on what could happen. But it's not. I'm not worried about it now. Does that make sense? And mm-hmm. I'm just having fun, and uh, I'm enjoying the uh, the competition it it built, it creates within myself, and just want to show off. You know, that if I can do it at 73. And I'll be better than, I'll be better fundamentally than eighty-five percent of the roster either in either company. I'm not talking about flying off the top rope now, but punching, kicking, psychology of wrestling. I'll be better than eighty-five. I got another month and a half to train. I I won't go in there not ready.
0: I'm curious, and and I talked to Hulk not that long ago, and I asked him like, okay, who's to go? Who you know, what's the legacy of Hogan? And he was saying, you know, it it kind of depends on the fans. But I'm just curious, you in your mind, what is your legacy? Like we're talking comic books, they're making comic books. You're you know, you're a big life superhero, probably the greatest talker of all time, probably the greatest worker of all time. I mean, these are my opinions, but what what's your opinion? What is the legacy of Ric Flair?
4: Um, well, it changes every day, but um what am I trying to say? Um the, the, my legacy would be entirely different after, after the 31st. Right now, if it's just I was a, a great wrestler, um, hard to ever say I going to be the greatest. I think Shawn Michaels is the best in-ring performer. Um, I think Hulk and Steve Austin are the two biggest stars of all time. Um, and I mean, I'm based on who drew the most money in their time frame. You know, does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, that how that, you the, that kind of general star is the guys that put the asses in the seats. So I and I certainly was that person in my time, bro. That's you know late '70s, '80s, and now we're talking 2022. So we're sold out in Nashville. We haven't got announced my partner, then I sold out again, or my who I'm wrestling. So that's what matters. It, it's not the money anymore. I've got that. I just. It was a challenge, and having people believe in me, and uh, now I have Enthusio and uh, Triller involved. It's, it's a it's a big deal, and I've almost all my celebrity friends from Jim Harbaugh, Ryan Clark. Um, I'm not sure right now about Mike Tyson, Ty, but, but Pete Rose, Mike Tyson. I mean, all my celebrity friends are coming. It's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be more than cool, actually.
0: It's pretty I, awesome, Mike Tyson. Yeah, I saw that he's coming to the roast of Ric Flair. Isn't yeah, yeah. Awesome? Yep. Are you nervous about guys roasting you, like Tyson and DDP no, and all I, these guys?
4: I got more shit on them than they got on me. That's my 30 for 30, I told on myself. They haven't told on them themselves yet. <laughs> when you're told on yourself, there's nothing, more, there's nothing more to do. Yep. I'm not married, so I can't get divorced again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very true, yeah. <laughs> now, um, I'm just curious, though, because we were talking about the horsemen before. My favorite is you, Arne, Chris Benoit, and Pillman. Also, another awesome one is you, Arne, Tully, and Barry. Do you have a favorite horseman?
4: That's it right there.
0: Why, why that one?
4: Okay. Because I, I feel at that time, in all fairness, we were the, four of the best workers, four of the top ten best workers in the, in the business, and JJOB. Always considered one one of the top five managers, but along with Cornett and Bobby Heenan and uh, God, JJ was great. I'm trying to think, Cornet, Bobby Heenan. Everybody's going to have a different, you know, different thought process on that. But JJ, in, in his time frame, was as good as there was.
0: And they always say the four best workers in the world were, at that time, were all together in a group. Like yeah, you, and, you know, yeah,
4: we could all talk and work. And we were friends. So we got along. There was nobody jealous of anybody. You know what I
0: mean? Yep. James, do you have a favorite uh, horseman?
7: Oh, gosh. I think, oof, I want to say the same. Barry, Tully, Arn, yeah. and Rick. Barry Windham was really yeah, That was like at the height. Yeah, he was amazing. Like yeah, the Barry, few that you had before.
4: He could go either way. He was great.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it true that sometimes Tully and Arn that would get jealous, but they're like, oh, we got to outwork Rick. Oh, we got a Rolex. We got to get a, you know, we got to get a bigger Rolex. Is, is that your little competition, friendly competition? It wasn't my competition.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was doing my own thing.
0: They're trying to catch up to you.
4: If They wanted to do it. I, I, it was no pressure for me. I just, I was, I was doing my own thing whoever got the group together. So I just didn't change. Um, but I think the fact that those guys were so good at Arnold and Tully are, they should be individually in the Hall of Fame. If you're looking at the people they put in lately, Jesus Christ. I, I, we don't have the whole different subject, but me and Tully and Arnold were great individual workers. So was Barry. He should be by himself. So. But you know how that goes. It's all, yep. it's all politics.
0: Now, I have to mention so, this because I actually 50, interviewed.
4: 50% ability, 50% of politics.
0: Yes, absolutely. I actually did the last ever interview with Dusty Rhodes two days before he passed. So bittersweet because I thought like, okay, we'd be doing more stuff together, more interviews and and this and that. And all of a sudden he passed. Big focus of the interview was you and your relationship and your feud. Arguably one of the greatest feuds ever. Two of the greatest talkers ever. Just a little bit of of a memory of of Dust.
4: Well, he was the most charismatic, without even thinking about the most charismatic wrestler in the history of our business. And he was a, a he was a, a genius. He came up with the Great American Bash. He came up with Starkey. Those are all things that he thought of. Um, the bunkhouse stampede. I mean, he came up with all of these themes and theories. And yeah, he you know, he gave me my music, the Albus music and Frank Sinatra music. Um, I was coming out with the Sharp Dressed Man by Whitney Houston or by the um uh the Pointer Sisters. I can't remember what anyway, and then he said, Nah, you need that. Same stuff as Elvis, so, um, and we, and we just drew, how many, how many guys draw money against each other for 25 years? We never went to a building that wasn't sold out. We both cut ourselves every night. I mean, we sacrificed a lot more than we had to, and Dusty could, regardless of what people want to say about what they thought his condition was, I must have wrestled him 500 hour broadways, hour draws. So if a town called for it, and a plumber called for it, he could go. Make no mistake. And we, we had a lot of fun drinking too. So,
0: <laughs> what was it about him though in the ring that like you guys meshed so well? I mean, you pretty much can mesh with anybody. I always say you could wrestle a broomstick, but you and Dusty it just seemed like louder crowds and, and better matches.
4: The the, the, uh, the epitome of arrogance against the uh, the plumber, or the what you call it,
0: the, son of a plumber, white collar versus the
4: blue collar. Son of a plumber. Yep. Well, all the coach. rest are out back and laughing and joking. Me and the out front cooking and a smoking. <laughs> 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 Why not pass by in a Cadillac? You only come through one time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also, gotta mention, <laughs> uh, I also got to mention. I also got to mention Ricky the Dragon Steamboat because to me, those the series guy. of matches, the yeah. greatest matches. People are like, oh, Megan Okada and Misawa Kawada and Brett Sean, like, oh, you know, whatever. No way. Not Steamboat fan. Flair I, is the best.
4: I can't even pronounce the names. I know I do what you're talking about. Yeah. Nothing could touch me on Steamboat. I, I'm very confident saying that. He's the best babyface face of all time. A, a better and yeah, better than anybody. Sean Sean's a great babyface. And Sean's a better worker because he could go both ways. But as far as Bay face, was the epitome boy.
0: Unbelievable. What's about your chemistry with him? Because and literally and it's and magic. Just, right. huh? just magic with you guys. Absolute magic. He's
4: a great guy, yeah. He and handful of guys. He does his sting. I'm trying to think of who else I wrestled a lot. He does his sting. Hulk. I love working with Hogan, too. um I mean, just um, Harley Race. I mean, just some guys were just special. And certainly um, um, Dusty and uh, Steamboat were real special in my life. Because we were all in our prime at that time.
0: I love going back. And we're going back 30 years. It's 1989 yeah. here. But I love going back and watching those matches. They hold up. They're better than matches today. I, you and Steamboat. Oh, yeah, just a, um... Are you kidding
4: If I was 35 years old right now, they wouldn't be able to (laughs) afford (laughs) me. And boy, they need help with the ratings now, both of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, big time.
4: Those written down interviews, Mm -hmm. you can tell a mile away whether the kids feel it or not. It's a lot of pressure to read something that doesn't actually come up. It doesn't, you don't actually think. They don't actually feel in your heart. And that, that, that's a big difference. I mean, you, you can tell the guys where you take off because it, they're taking what they've been handed to memorize, and then they get they put some emotion into it. But that's just talking generically today, and da 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 it just it doesn't sell tickets. Do you when, think the that- Rock, when The Rock comes back to wrestle Roman, that'll sell tickets. When Steve Austin came back, that sold tickets. And I mean, it's just a just it's just a different time frame. I mean, it's the I I, the 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 talent is great. Make no mistake, they're they're great. There are some great wrestlers: Orton, my daughter Sasha Banks, Styles. Like there's there's a list of great top ten between the two companies. But the the events sell themselves now as much as as the wrestlers do. I don't think they turn them loose enough, but I know there's. It, it's I want to make sure they get the right advertisers. Everybody's got to be happy. It's it's a whole different world, but it, I still love it. I just feel like the the, the guys that are, that are really great, like Randy and my daughter, and you know, are, are they're held back because they're it, it, they only want them to go that far. Does that make sense? Yep. They don't, they don't want anybody to become the Rock again. It's gonna walk off that wanted me to become John or uh, Steve that can say, yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and there's, you know what I mean? It's like back in the day with Hulk. Hulk said, yeah, he did it. Or Hulk said, no, you wouldn't do it. So, but he had that kind of power. I don't know if that's healthy, but it's, Vince won't let that happen again. If you see how the club regularly might get in a position where they can say, hey, see you. So, and I understand that, it's business.
0: Do you think also like there's no larger than life characters? There's too too, you know, it's too scripted. Do you think like that just all plays into the fact that uh, you know everything is down compared to your era?
4: No, I think God, I think Rome is larger than life, I think my daughter's larger than life, I think Randy Orton is larger than life, I think Asia is larger than life. They got a number of you. It's but they don't let them get larger than they want them to get. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. There's never been a better worker period in the company. Than, than my daughter but you know she are going to keep her in check they keep everybody in check now they're not going to let this situation get out of control where they can't somebody walks off and all of a sudden wow how do you replace them you know what i mean because they're the talented limited limited days you, you just don't like they just signed her i heard 70 new guys you know college athletes out of that 70 i bet two of them make it it's a different business being a good athlete in college you got nothing to do with being a wrestler time away from home sacrifice three days a week you're from noon to midnight i mean it's a lot telling your wife goodbye not nothing like it wasn't my idea when i leave for six months hell i didn't even know i was even married <laughs> 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 yeah you know, sheila i love her <laughs> she not your wife saying oh that was last week i mean <laughs> <laughs> no, but when you're gone from home for six months, you forget what the hell's going on. Yeah. World, we didn't have cell phones back then. Thank God. Yeah, I was about to say it's uh, a good
7: thing and a bad thing. Uh,
4: what, what's that song? I called the hotel and they said, "What's that?" That song Kid Rock sings. They called the hotel and asked where it was and Cheryl close sings it
7: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. Yes. <laughs> Um, yes,
1: they just
4: played it. I, I used to tell the people to run this when I checked in. I'm not here, <laughs> but he calls. Say, Who
0: <laughs> you got to check in under an assumed name? Yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs> no, I can not do that. I don't want anybody that was in the bar looking for me to know I was there, but
0: <laughs> true. Yeah,
4: I don't need anybody from Charlotte to no normal, more about <laughs> Nature. Nice. This is an emergency.
0: <laughs> Do you have any regrets in the business at all? Anything you regret?
4: Yeah, I regret the. I regret now that I didn't spend more time at home. But I and nobody's going to understand. It, I couldn't. You can, you work when you work in this business, and two of your kids live in Minneapolis, and the NWA is, doesn't cover Minneapolis. That's the AWA, and and you you I, I saw them in the summer. And that was it, and then I. When they were with me, they traveled with me. I didn't didn't have days off. When I was a world champion, from 81 to like 88, I probably averaged maybe two days off a year. Twice on Saturday, twice on Sunday. That's it. I'm in Australia, Tokyo, Singapore, back to St. Louis, over to Chicago, back to Tokyo. I'd be be in Tokyo one week a month.
0: Wow. You can't like Sure. Uh-huh. and you can't take you out either because they're making money and they need to make money they need well, you're,
4: you you're under marquee you don't make work boy I'm telling you it was the end so I'm, I'm, I'm lucky I only missed one shot and all the times I was a world champion but I had 104 fever and I just finally said which I've wrestled with before but 104 fever you, you, you can't even keep your balance and I, I just said the guy I totally agree I said Eddie I'm not coming I, just can't, I can't do it you know, and actually that was, I felt bad saying but I wanted to spend a day home with my family, especially when I was six. I didn't know about the only time.
0: Do you think you're the greatest NWA champion of all time? At least I know we're saying goat is you know, is kind of a different, do you think you're the greatest NWA champion at least? Got to be right. Most colorful.
4: <laughs> not, not the greatest. No, pretty hard to say anybody's better than Harley race. I got to go with Harley race on that note. And and Harley Race was the world champion. Make no mistake. And he made it very clear to everybody in every bar, every night, every town. Mm He knocked the quarters off the pool tables. I got the winner. (laughs) One (laughs) night he slammed Andre, suplexed him, and Andre kicked out on two. I'm watching this, I never saw anything like it in my life. This is before Andre was in New York, it's when he's traveling around, right? So I go over to Harley and I go, like like a like a mark. I go, Harley, did you ask him before you, did you ask him? Did you do that to him? Ask him what? I said, big man, slam suplex, kick out on two and a half. <laughs> Why would I ask him anything? I'm hardly pleased. i was sitting it in bars too. Maybe wow. think of that fucking tough wrestler. You know, he's left handed with that iron bar in his hand, right? Yeah, you know about that, right? From the car wreck that killed yeah. The yeah. This thick from here to here to his wrist. He almost lost his arm. This thick a piece of metal, that way, right here, right? Say smoke, and someone say something smart to him. Are you sure you want to ask that question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. voting wrestler. Okay. Whoa. I mean, move their face. Wow. <laughs> Space and time. Then headbutt the guy next to him, and the shit was on.
0: <laughs> wow, I've heard he's knocked out two guys with one punch. There's a guy in front of him and a guy behind him, and he elbow.
4: No, know what, he, what he hit? <laughs> he a hit like a cement fly He hit. He knocked the one guy who was standing five feet away. He almost killed the first guy. When he still he cigarette in his hand, right? When he said phony wrestler, he hit him and the guy behind him. Bam! Completely demolished his uh oh. nose, and then, and then he grabbed the guy and turned around. Head bottoms broke his nose, both of them laying there covered.
0: Oh man.
4: <laughs> and he ordered a beer. i bet beer, please. He took it from the girl. Why do break you You have no idea. A little bit atmosphere than today in the locker room.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit, right? <laughs>
4: Leon, you big fat baby get off your fat ass that's what they <laughs> <talked> to vader <laughs>
0: yeah.
7: oh, can't imagine yeah. anybody talking to vader I like that yeah. <laughs> yeah see these are just the great stories that like we're turning into like comic book fact and fiction you know I just of these you.
4: guys are not short but Holly raised yeah he took this guy that thought he was tough into a bathroom in Kansas City and when the guy came out he had no hair <laughs> He pulled all his hair up. I mean, big patch. Wow! That walked out. He looked like um one of the three Stooges. Patch hair, patch hair, patch hair. Heard, hardly I pulled all his hair up. <laughs> wow! Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got, a thousand more for you. Guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but uh James, give us uh, one last big push for Code Name Rick Flair, the Rick Flair comic.
7: So uh, we have ash cans available right now, which an ash can is, it's basically the origin story, how he got his special powers to become a secret agent. And uh, it's 14 page preview. We have three different versions. The normal version, a, uh, I'm not sure if people can see this, but it's a spot holofoil, limited 300 copies. And then we did what's very popular in comics is this metal version. But one thing we also have is because of our relationship with the printer, we got the printer plates these one of one collectibles and Rick was nice enough to sign. This is the cover. Uh, there's a yellow magenta, cyan or blue and black, but we're, uh, the day of his last match, we're launching a Kickstarter for the full issue. Number one, it's, uh, magic eight balls, the mission that he goes on. And like we said earlier, it's like, what's fact, what's fiction. Um, only Rick knows. So yeah, real excited about it. Again, this is hopefully one of many and, uh, with kelly and, and rick it's it's a lot of fun and we're really excited to finally bring this forward you can get it at rickflarecomic.com. we're very excited i just have to tell you one more john
0: yes
4: let's say uh, let's say hypothetically that, that harley walked in here right now yeah and i introduced him to kelly and then kelly went home right she lives in, in b tower in two different, two different buildings
0: yep Tell me more about Kelly.
4: It's <laughs> the first thing you say to me. <laughs> Not about the comic book. <laughs> Not the comic. Book. What
0: are you
4: doing? Hey, you bashing on this. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> the last time I saw Harley, he was uh, he was wheelchair bound. He, he was at an autograph signing in Philly. Yeah, Still had that grip, whatever. Oh, my God. And and I was with... uh, Yeah,
4: he'll he'll never lose that. He was a different cat.
0: It's like almost like a bear claw, you know what I mean? Like, you got to strengthen your hand when he gives you that handshake, and he's going to break it.
4: He had that double tendon strength. Yeah, he was... And so, you know, I mean, he he should have died three or four times, you know, in different related accidents that he was in. He was... It's a very tough guy. I was there at the end and I was at the funeral, thank God. But he, he, it's hard to think any, anybody could ever be called better than Harley Race, in my mind.
0: Except you, maybe. In my mind, it's got to be you. But uh, Ron, you. Uh, I was with Ron Garvin that day, another guy you had awesome matches oh, yeah, with. Yeah,
4: yeah. That, we love each other,
0: too. <laughs> yeah, those Ron. chop fests were great. Yeah. How's he doing? He was doing very good. He actually seems like he's still in great shape because I think he's, I think he's maybe a little bit older than you, but he seems like he's in great shape as well.
4: Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Good guy.
0: But I said, I said, hey, do you think you could take Harley? I meant like in his prime, but he looked at him. He goes, he goes, I still couldn't take him, even if he's in the wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
4: (laughs) no. If Harley could bite, move his hands or anything, (laughs) he wasn't afraid to bite you either. Oh, man. No.
0: But I love how the comic is coming out right around when Starcast and Jim Crockett promotions and Ric Flair's last match, it all's kind of coming together. Your merchandise through the roof, everything that Conrad, Conrad Thompson, of course, your son in law yeah. Connie, as I affectionately call him, he's got so much good merchandise stuff. So I mean the roast, your last match, Starcast, the merch, you got it all going on and the comic book, you got everything going on right now. I'm very excited. Thank you. Rick, thank you so much for all the time. Really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, James. But, of course, thank you to the greats. Thank the you. greatest of all times. So Good, nature boy. Great
4: your time, sir. Thank you. Thanks, John.
7: Thanks, James. Yeah, no problem. Woo! <laughs> I have to hear. That's awesome. Bye.
0: This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You could subscribe on YouTube.
2: flair 13 time former wcw world heavyweight champion you have captured the hearts of these people for two decades as the consummate professional wrestler rick flair coming off that that horrible that travesty in washington last night where were you going with all this gear
1: oh man you know gene but you know what the truth is all this i don't deserve it i got my ass kicked last night and damn it all i'm ashamed of it Gary Kishoff did not don't know there was
2: interference
1: you know and baltimore knows me hell i know baltimore but i what am i gonna say i got in the car last night i went back to the hotel i called larn anderson I said, Iron Brother, it's over, I got drunk, I woke up today, I said, it's over, I called my wife, she said, get home, it's over, I got on the plane, I sat down, the flight attendant said, what do you want, Mr. Flair, and I said, hell, I want to go to Baltimore, and that's what it is. You're warming up. Wherever you are and brother right now you're the man. I'm asking you and Baltimore 18,000 stars and 20 million people out there to hear me out for the very last time. Me Gene who made this coat. Hugo Boss, Armani, you set up broke hell. Well, My life's just starting, Jack. What, what, is, what is this? You made this, Harry Ellen.
2: My goodness, uh, i starting to. This
1: is how I travel, you jackass. I'm custom made from head to toe, have been, and always will be, you jackass.
2: Taking all of his clothes here
1: shirts, suits, suits, ties. That's me. I've lived the life of a king because the people have allowed me to. Woo! I don't know what, what, what is, Tonight, is the point? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait right a is- Two thousand dollars, alligator. It's yours. Thirty thousand dollars. It's a gold Rolex. It's yours. Hell, you see this? Oh my word! Did the guy snap? Hundred dollar bill. It's yours. Hey. Yours, Wait a God. Yours, grant. I. Am...
2: Hey, he just rifled a Gucci shoe. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on?
1: Fish out. I ain't leaving. Oh, wait a minute. We're in In boxing for a second. Oh, I'm not leaving Baltimore till you and I get something straight. I'm telling you, Bischoff, I will leave the wrestling world forever. I will sign my house. My cars, whatever money I have, I'll sign it over to you. I will give you the satisfaction of saying you raped the Nature Boy. If you have the you-know-what to walk the aisle here tonight one more time. He called him out. Oh, Oh, whoa
2: you got thousands of dollars laid out here. You'll sign everything over you want. But,
1: but, the one stipulation that I'm begging you, God, I'm begging you, Bishop, be a man if by the grace of the good Lord, woo, I beat you. I get to run WCW for 90 days. Get out of here. And the first thing I'm gonna do is take your head out of Hogan's ass. That sounds like a challenge. You have had Turner blindfolded. You're a scammer. You're a schemer. You've got the brain of a pissant and you're running it empire. You're not smart, it's tradition. It's Goldberg, it's Nash, it's the Four Horsemen, it's the Steiners. Luger, Sting, and all of us that have fled and sweat, Hill.
2: There, there are no more clothes left here. Nature Boy, what is this? Oh my, oh. 30000
1: Oh. I ain't going home! He's ain't coming himself to the And already? for you, get your ass out of here! Come on!
2: Okay, I've been told we're gonna be right back. Don't go away, please!
1: Bishop, You turn the camera off, and I'll be naked when you come back! Oh,
5: my God. This is is unbelievable.
6: Fans, you can't afford it. to go anywhere. Sit in your
5: seat your couch. Come on back. Steamboat fell all
3: the way from the top rope to the floor. He's hurt his leg, too. Look at him grabbing that knee. Steamboat fell from the top rope to the floor. Flair was out of it on his feet. He, He grabbed the ropes. That shook the top rope. And Steamboat, my God, I've never seen anybody fall from the top like that. And his leg buckled underneath him as he hit out here. Steamboat again. We, if we're counted out, we go back to the judge's decision. And right now, one has to think, perhaps. Uh, right now, technically, because of our last tally, it's still Steamboat four to
6: two. Boy, he's really hurt that leg. See him limping, and he's not putting any weight down on that leg at all as he gets up on the apron of the ring. He's got to try to walk it off and shake it off if possible, but we don't know what he's done with it, and he may not be able to do it, but Flair's gonna work on it. Of course he's gonna work on it. Of course
3: he is. The master of the figure four. And now Flair... I'll tell you something else about Steamboat hurting his leg as Flair's got Steamboat up the vertical suplex, and he drops it. The it's a fact that's gonna obviously hamper Steamboat's mobility. And that's one of his great weapons, his agility and mobility. And as Steamboat holds that left knee, the judges very, very astutely are observing this contest.
6: This is another thing that he may do. He may set him up for that figure four. And could he stand the pain of that figure four on that knee? It's already injured.
3: I never would have dreamed that Flair would have ever submitted in a match. It's not beyond the realm of comprehension to think that Steamboat here it comes here it comes the crowd is standing they know exactly what this means there is a master of this maneuver he has won the world title with this maneuver on more than one occasion and now perhaps bob as Steamboat, is perfectly positioned in the center of the ring it could be only a matter of time until we see a new champion of the
6: world and with that inch- can he turn it? Does he have the strength in that leg to turn it on Flair? As Flair's got it locked and got it locked in tight? And this man can put pressure on you like nobody else in that figure four. Oh, gosh. Man, the pain
3: has got to be just riveting through Steamboat's body. His shoulder's on the man, and we had two and a half there. Steamboat's either got to turn Flair over on his stomach or he's got to get to the ropes. It's that, it's that simple.
6: 30 minutes gone by, 30 minutes left in the time limit. And they've been at this, they've been at it to the nail, they haven't up a single bit. It's been 30 minutes of non-stop action all the way. Boy, you got to have two men in outstanding physical condition to do that. I want to tell you something, Bob, when fans tune in and they see a championship
3: match, and they hear 30 minutes gone by, they know it's the N.W.A. They're not out here posing, they're not out here to to rock and roll music. These are two great conditioned athletes for the richest prize in this sport, and they are putting it all on the line. And Flair, he he says he's the dirtiest player in the game. He's going to try to dissect the leg of the dragon right here, and what a chop. Man, you can hear that one down on... Printer's Alley, down here not too far from the building
6: here in Nashville. Well, Steamboat knows exactly what Flair's gonna do with that leg, and he's trying to protect it at every opportunity, but there's no way you can continue to fight and do that. Steamboat fights back. Boy, what a heart the champion has.
3: What character... Ooh, what a shot by Steamboat! is virtually useless in the ring. Steamboat's got him up. A slam. The player is- In the making here this afternoon in Nashville, for the sixth time, I want to present, ladies and gentlemen, number six, the heavyweight champion of the world, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. I think also we have to give credit where credit is due. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Rick Flair both competed in one of the, the greatest matches that any of us, I think, have ever witnessed.
1: Champ, congratulations. Thank you very much. Not in character for Rick Flair, but Rick Steamboat is the greatest champion I've ever faced. And I'm proud to be here for a sixth time.
5: Uh, hey, Hey Rick. I want to be the first to congratulate you on being the new world's champion,
3: Terry. Thank you very much. We do appreciate the judges being here.
5: Hey, Rick. I also want to say that if it would have gone 60 minutes, that I would have liked to have. Uh, I would have voted for Rick Flair because I think that you're the greatest wrestler in the world today.
3: Very nice. Thank you very much, Terry. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Terry. You know, champ. It went past 35, 40 minutes. It was nip and tuck, both.
5: You know, I would I would also like to go ahead, and I'd also like to go ahead and, and be the first one to challenge Ric Flair to that new
1: championship. Well, Terry, uh, I'm honored that too late like to get in the picture, but as the wrestling fans know, you've been an actor, you've been in Hollywood, Sylvester Stallone, while I've been being the world champion. And we got a top 10. We got a top 10 that the world champion is obligated to wrestle. And that's why we are number one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are
5: you are you really saying that uh,
1: I'm not a contender? You no, know what I'm saying, Terry, is that you are a great wrestler, but right now you're rubbing shoulders with Sylvester Stallone and not the no. world champion.
5: No, 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 no. I was just asking, do you think it... Uh, you're I'm not Arkansas. good enough. You're saying that I'm not good enough, oh, aren't you, I'm Rick? I'm not
1: saying that at all, Terry. Yes, you are. If you want me to look you in the eye and tell you that I got a problem with wrestling a guy that's been out in Hollywood for five years, it's the bottom line, bud. I'm looking at the top ten, and you're no. not in the top ten. No, Rick. 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 I it. Let me conclude this by saying thank you. I'm honored, everybody. Win, lose, or draw, Rick Flair. No.
5: Rick, please, please let me just say one more thing. I was, I was just kidding you about going ahead and and, and wanting to challenge you. I didn't want to really challenge you. I was just kidding you. So, Ed Gummert, let's go ahead.
3: That was beef, Yeah. Thanks, guys. Hey. attacking nature boy Ric Flair this is totally uncalled for he's taking him outside the rail Terry Funk is a man enraged hammering Flair on the outside out there in the front row of ringside
6: he's type like this, a type by Funk. He just slammed him face first into the,
3: the table that the judges were using. Blair has just wrestled almost 40 minutes. He's fatigued, and look at Funk slap him in the face. This was Blair's moment.